Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Hey, I have a question for women, and it really is a question for females in the audience for reasons I'm about to explain. Why do so many of you seemingly, this is all anecdotal, but I'll tell you what my basis is. Why do so many of you not believe Amber Heard? Why is there such a gender divide regarding Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, where women seem to be much more circumspect of Heard? And what's the basis for my saying so? The basis for my saying so is that I was watching some of the coverage uh, on court TV over the last couple of days, and it's something that I've noted during the course of this, this defamation action. And the female lawyers that they bring on... In fact, last night I saw Vinny... Politan was doing trial coverage. What hour would this have been? Either in the 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. hour. It was Vinny playing the straight man with three guests. Two were lawyers. One was Janine Driver, one of the other guests, female, obviously, Janine. And all three women were like outright harsh in their analysis of Amber Heard's cross-examination testimony. I have the perfect person with whom to discuss this. Danny Savalos is in studio with me. He's the NBC legal analyst, MSNBC legal analyst, Savalos and Wong, the law firm with which you're associated. Danny, great, first of all, to have you actually in studio. Thank you for being here. Mayday, mayday. I'm on fire. And Michael, I am so happy to be here at the Michael Smirconish Tower in Ardmore, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I don't get out. I haven't been to Ardmore in many years. As you know, I'm a Philadelphia native. Uh, but, you know, these different areas, these counties are so provincial that I often felt unwelcome out in Ardmore uh, in, in my True. native other part of Montgomery County over in the Plymouth Meeting area. But I am thrilled to be here. Thank you very much. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders 
are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen Gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Danny, if you were trying this case, uh, let me let me put you on the side yes. of Amber Heard, the defendant who then filed her own counterclaim. But Johnny Depp is suing your client. You're representing Amber Heard in my uh, in, in my hypothetical in the jury selection process, male versus female. What would you be thinking first? I'm one of those attorneys who thinks that jury selection uh, or the process is a form of astrology. It's phrenology. It's not reliable because it's also rife with all kinds of stereotypes that would be totally unacceptable in polite company. To be discussed, they would be, but don't some of them have merit? Uh, Some of them might have merit, but what you find often is that when you use a stereotype, a juror goes in a completely different direction than what you expected based on that stereotype. And I'll give you an example. I mean, recently, I was bounced from jury duty almost immediately once they found out I was a criminal defense attorney. But, I, you know, in a sense, I wanted to say, and I, I sort of intimated, that I could be fair and unbiased. And I wonder if that comes from being a criminal defense attorney. You see... Uh, you know, a lot of cases that you know are losers for a criminal defense attorney. And so in, in the case of a buy bust, a drug buy where it's a, you know, a setup, uh, a lot of times you may have a particular opinion that actually leans towards the prosecution. So, uh, you know, what you find, I think, in jury selection is that if you go into it thinking, I'm only going to pick women for Amber Heard because women will relate to Amber Heard. That is a very dangerous proposition. You might get a woman who feels that way, but you might also get a woman who maybe had an experience uh, where she knew of a woman who lied about a man in a relationship like that. And I think what happens is if you talk to Divorce lawyers or judges who handle divorce cases, uh, they will tell you, even though we're in a moment of, you know, hear all women, listen to women, and then maybe take that extra step of believe all women. uh, I think what you find the people who work in the trenches, divorce lawyers, family law attorneys and judges in that space will tell you that either side or both could be fabricating. And that's something that's very important to keep in mind. So I think when you're in jury selection, uh, you look for really, I tend to look for people who seem to be identifying with your client. And that would be really difficult here because 
after several weeks, who can identify with anything that is in the lives of Johnny Depp or Amber Heard? They are not the typical domestic violence case. They're not the typical divorce case, even though that's what this case kind of boils down to. Ultimately, it's less about defamation and more about domestic violence and uh, essentially a divorce case rehashed. But Danny, first of all, the way in which you just offered those opinions, I can't disagree with anything you've said. But still, I think there's something else going on here where women are harsh with women. I I base that on the fact that I'm watching last night. I mean, unless Court TV went looking for three females that they knew would beat up on Amber Heard, uh, I think I'm looking at something that speaks to women generally. Here's my second anecdotal analysis. I have to be careful how I explain this to you. Uh, I watched some of a replay of the trial with a female close to me, not married to me, I'll make that clear, but a woman nonetheless who is older than I am and brings a different, TC, am I saying this okay, generational perspective. I would say no more than that. And I was amazed as I sat on the love seat in close proximity to this individual how circumspect she was of Amber Heard. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you have this mystery woman next to me. You have nothing in common with Johnny Depp with his tats and his rings and his sunglasses and and the way in which he is speaking and the way in which... And yet there was something in Depp that was redeeming, okay, and not in Amber Heard. Explain that to me. A couple things about that. First, the key in what you said was a generational issue, someone in a generation ahead of you. And I think what you find is, and I'm generalizing myself, but a generation ahead of you would have been a generation of women that might have been a little tougher on women coming forward with tales of, uh, with uh, stories of sexual abuse. We're Maybe. in a much more tolerant Era, and we're living in a time where you know we we focus much more on listening to women than maybe we did several generations ago. Uh, the other thing too, keep in mind that as hilarious as I find Johnny Depp's affect and his speech, we have to remember that for whatever reason, uh, studios have invested millions of dollars uh, in this person who brings the money because people want to go look at him, right. and listen to him, right. So we're maybe not aware on a primal reptilian level that Johnny Depp has, and I'm making air quotes for those of you who can't see me. He has it, and he's had it for many decades now. He's been famous and a heartthrob for several decades now. So I might suggest to you that. It doesn't matter if it's Amber Heard or anybody else. Right. Johnny Depp was going to charm uh, America and that jury, even though he comes in dressed as a pirate, uh, has that absolutely laughable affect, which, and by the way, I'm guilty of this. I heard him testify or watched him testify and thought, how ridiculous. But by day three, I'm hypnotized yes. by it. I'm yes. in. I'm now, once I got over the, the, the cadence, and the speed and the and the accent that is from nowhere in America, I became I started listening to his content, and even I found him at times credible, dare I say i can 't believe i 'm saying that, but the point i 'm making is that we have to remember that this is somebody who has been famous for several decades because for whatever reason, maybe that je ne sais quoi that we don 't even fully understand people are drawn to him, and I think that 's been borne out as I look very unscientifically at comments on social media when I see that it's a essentially a red carpet event when he arrives oh, at the courthouse. Danny, can I can I interrupt and yes, tell of you? Course. So yesterday was day one of Amber Heard's cross examination. 
And nonetheless, during the course of her her cross-examination, I say nonetheless, like she was being crossed. This is the day that she was to be beat up by Depp's lawyer. But what you yeah, that was a bad word choice, wasn't it? But what you saw yesterday in the trial were images put forth where she says, look, there's evidence of the beating he gave me. There was an image that was presented, which was much discussed, where there were lines of cocaine on the breakfast table that she was saying, you know, was just another morning in paradise with him. There was, of course, the image that she took of him with an ice cream of some kind that was just like all uh, in his crotch. And he was asleep because he was doing all sorts of drugs. A day that where Depp, even though she was being cross-examined, comes off looking horrible, I think, and then... He leaves the courthouse, shakes hands with all of the sheriff deputies, gets into his black SUV, cranks up the Bob Marley, a crowd, mostly women, screaming in adulation for him, waving. He slows down. They throw things to him. He throws things to them. Amber Heard walks out. Nobody's around. Just very quietly, you know, mouse-like, gets in a car and leaves. I mean... The, the point is, if, if you saw only the way they're treated when they exit, you'd swear it was a role reversal. You would. And I'm not surprised because, you know, as famous as Amber Heard is, Johnny Depp has been a megastar, a megawatt star for several for at least three decades now since I was a child. So, I mean, again, I keep coming back to that. Another thing to consider and a more technical reason is that the jury and America have heard Johnny Depp's story first. He has the benefit right. of being of coming out on direct and even on cross, but but being uh, giving us his full Johnny Deppitude for the last couple weeks. And Amber Heard has just sat there silently. Maybe people have interpreted that. Maybe jurors have interpreted that as a kind of coldness, a necessary coldness, because she's not testifying. So that is a maybe a strategic disadvantage that all. Uh, defendants suffer. But here's something in Amber Heard's favor, just uh, just thinking technically about closing argument, because you asked me, what would I do if I were defending Amber Heard? Well, I think my focus would be in the closing, pointing out that, look, these two are not your typical couple. There's nothing typical about them. But at the end of the day, if you conclude that this was a case of mutual abuse, that Johnny Depp abused Amber Heard and Amber Heard even abused Johnny Depp, then going back to that Washington Post article, which is the entire reason that we're here, uh, that if you believe that this is mutual abuse, then Amber Heard must win. You must enter a verdict of not liable or in favor of the defendant, a defense verdict, because that means that what she was writing about in the Washington Post couldn't have been a lie. Uh, or excuse Such me, yeah, couldn't point. have been a lie. Right. And so and we forget that because at, at its core, this is a defamation case, but it's dissolved as defamation cases often do, uh, into something else, proving some other thing, which in this case is domestic violence. And so this case has become all about domestic violence, but really with a secondary view towards defamation. But at the end of the day, that's what's on the jury verdict form, and that is what I would argue if I were Amber Heard's attorney. I want to play some audio for Danny Savalos and everybody else. I'm going to do it in just a minute's time. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. 
Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Danny Savalos is in studio with me. We're analyzing the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. I thought a weak moment for her yesterday was in having to explain that she had publicly said that the seven million that Johnny Depp had previously given to her, she was going to donate to charity and she hasn't given any of it to charity. Yes, I thought that was not good for her. And but take a step back. I mean, this is getting pretty far afield of whether or not Johnny Depp abused her so that her article in the uh, Washington Post was not a lie. I mean, that's really what this case is about. But credibility comes into play. And now all the mudslinging begins. And now an issue that is probably pretty removed from the domestic violence angle uh, becomes a critical credibility determination. And a juror, you never know what a juror is going to hang their hook onto. And that might be a very big point for them. Hey, you offered to give all this money to charity and you didn't do it. So maybe you're not someone who keeps promises. She said she thought at one point he had broken her nose. It was then pointed out that within a day, she was on James Corden and and looked to the uninitiated, looked just fine. She talked about her use of makeup. ...that has um, tinted foundation in it. And then I put another foundation on because it has sunblock in it. I have a skin condition that my skin reacts to the sun in a bad way. So I have to I have to wear sunscreen or sunblock every day. Look, the anyway, whole, the whole so thing is a, a train wreck. And yet I can't stop watching when I'm able. Nancy, you're in New York. What's going on here? Hi. Well, you're in luck. I happen to have called in as an expert on the topic because I am a woman. And um, I we see through women in a way that men couldn't begin to see through women so so i i'm not a johnny depp fan all the fakery everything that danny enumerated before i am not a fan of his but but we watch women all the time kind of play them or manipulate and she said something last week that really stuck with me and 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 kind of sums it up 
when she was testifying, she said I, I, she, she couldn't really remember the order of events. And I thought, you know, they matter. <laughs> so, so there's just a lot going on there that just doesn't feel right. You know, I think I think that they're both enjoying it to some degree. Well, there's a good I mean, Danny, he must think. Thank you, Nancy. He must think there's upside for him, even in losing. He lost in the UK. It, I very much believe that. I think this is a blast for Johnny Depp. Maybe not so much for Amber Heard, but I think they are both benefiting from it in the sense that they are on everybody's lips. It's all anybody's talking about. Will it be a gain uh, professionally for Johnny Depp? I'm not sure. I mean, the premise of his defamation suit is that he lost work as a result of right. Amber Heard's statements. Those are his which, damages, he which, says. Which, by the way, even that was challenged, yes. I thought, very effectively on cross-examination, where, number one, he appears to have never intended to go back to Pirates of the Caribbean, and number two, there may have been news uh, reports that he was already out as Jack sparrow prior to the you news coming out you right can't. you can't make this up and you know as this maelstrom continues of of just crazy allegations back and forth i keep wondering if a jury and and maybe not america as a whole will conclude you know what i don't believe anybody i don't know what to make of this neither of them are credible who wins in that case in in that case i you know i think it's mutually assured destruction i think at a certain point you know in my view uh, as lawyers were taught that once a witness loses credibility, whether it's a party or just a non-party witness, they're lost forever. And in fact, there's even a jury instruction to that effect. Falsus in unum, falsus in toto. I'm, my Latin is, is probably way off. But if you believe they were false on one thing, you can believe they were false about all things. And I think we, that train left the station so long ago that both of them are not believable. And then you add to that the fact that they live a lifestyle that people simply can't identify with, Michael. Homes in Australia right. and, and, right. and <laughs> flying right. here and there and having a staff that runs around and cleans up after For $15 you. an hour. Right. They're, in, they're, <laughs> they're dramatically unlikable uh, to, I think, the regular person. And that jury is staffed by regular people. Lori, St. Paul, Minnesota for Danny Sp- oh. Ahead quickly. Hey guys, good morning. I just wanted to say last week you said one day, Michael, I just don't understand why Depp is doing this. And I'll tell you, consider this. He's an abuser. This is one more way for him to continue to pull her down and continue. Like, think of if she was abused, how hard it must be for her to sit there every day recounting all of this while everyone, especially the women. Lori, what a good. I, I, I mean, I'm I'm with Danny. Danny just said Depp's having the, the time of his life. And I, I think that's absolutely true. That may be the explanation. Angie, Dallas, Texas, quickly. Yes. Hi, Michael. I'm a, a woman and I'm also an arbitrator. So assessing credibility is what I do professionally. Uh, but I want to comment on one thing that you said, which is the possibility that Court TV was purposely bringing on guests that might bash Amber Heard. I totally see Court TV having gone in the tank. And I think that's because they're getting a lot of viewers who are Johnny Depp's crazy, sycophantic fans. Danny, and what do you think of that? You think they're just pandering to Depp fans? No, I mean, listen, I'm a little biased. I used to anchor at Court TV briefly, but I will say that I think that they benefit, even this new uh, uh, iteration of Court TV benefits 
greatly from rabid court fans, and those folks are she out be there. She onto something. Yeah, those folks are out there, and rabid court fans, they watch gavel to gavel. They watch all day, and that is a demographic that Court TV wants. That's their, the essence of their business model. One of, uh, one of the guests is Janine Driver. She's a body language expert. She's been a guest of mine here and on CNN. She's phenomenal. She, and she was talking about every twitch that Amber Heard makes in her testimony, and she was one of the three. Yeah. How do you live? I mean, how does, how does someone like Janine go through normal life? Oh, right? I know. I mean, dealing with just people in general. It must, she, must be, oh. she must be drawing in, in impressions from everybody all the Wouldn't time. Wouldn't you be intimidated to be in, in her company, much less married to her? Terrified. I Absolutely agree. terrified. Danny, you're the best. Danny Savalos, really appreciate your commentary here today and, and hope to hear more from you right here, as a matter of fact. Bye for now. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.